cheese. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. you got to learn the actual signs okay. if you're going to do I was it. Doing ca- I was doing charades, not oh, sign okay. language. Right. Um, each two drinks at a time. Each week uh, we are reviewing a movie. This year we're doing movies that have an anniversary and we are going to rate them and discuss them based on the Archie Q. De Niro scale. Yeah. Which is something that we've invented. We've invented based on the name of our benefactor and colleague, Archie Q. De Niro. And mentor. And it is highly scientific and includes all of the most important things in film. Yeah. And none of the things like how good it looks or how well it's made. Not how well it's made, but what's in the movie. The first one being how alcoholic it is. is. And we split this into two things by making a drink for ourselves uh, and rating the drink. And then by rating how alcoholic the movie is. Brett has made the cocktail because Brett has chosen the movie Fatal Attraction. I have chosen Fatal Attraction. Because it is from 1987, which means it has a 35-year anniversary this year. And I heard, I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't seen it before. So this is really just an excuse to see it. Yeah. Not that I really probably need an excuse to see it. But. What's the cocktail? The cocktail is called A Fatal Attraction. Ooh, and it looks like it looks this. like piss. Uh, I mean, this. this. Um, Listeners and viewers. And it has in it, don't spill, don't spill it. Um, it has in it Southern Comfort. Oh, okay. Peach Schnapps. Both left over from our um, Gone with, with the Wind, the wind episode. Uh, which is Galliano. on Patreon. Of Vanilla Liqueur. Vanilla Galliano. Which I got the other week as well. And orange juice. Oh, well done. Or the juice of an orange. The juice of an orange, orange juice, depends what you like. Okay. And if you have a juicer that fits an orange in it. Well, that's why I did the <laughs> orange juice, because I couldn't be bothered juicing on orange. And this is I what it that is. Simpsons one, where he gets that juicing, doesn't have to, you know. Oh, yeah, so he doesn't have to juice his eye. in his eye. Yeah, so All this right. is it. This is it. Fatal Attraction. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. The quantities will be wow. up on our socials at Two Drink Cinema if you want to know exactly what they were. They just came up on the screen on YouTube, or Vanilla. you can get them on the socials. Vanilla. Vanilla orange. Yeah. Not getting any Southern Comfort or peach. I don't that's think that's a bad thing. Interesting. The Southern Comfort will not be ignored, Lee. No, maybe I'm just getting a vanilla fruitiness, not just orange. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. Because I think the peach has sweetened it and taken a bit of the tartness off the orange. Mm. It would be different with the juice of an orange 
as opposed to orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. But did I like put, it. Did I see you squeezing a lemon though? No, that was a that was an orange. Okay. All right. The orange ones are oranges. The yellow ones. Well, are I was lemon. only half looking because okay. I was setting up all of the tech. All of the tech. Because we've got a lot going on now that we're on YouTube. Yeah. It's a tripping hazard in my house. Well, yeah, we don't, we don't work here. Or we don't move. Health and safety. We don't move for an hour, so that's okay. Um, do you? I like that. I'll I make have a thing ready. I'll get your notes ready because they're still white. Little peek behind the scenes for anybody <laughs> listening. What Brett and I you... watch them at different times. Yep. And uh, so, so we don't influence each other's notes. We write them in. We write them in black and then change them to white. Oh, is that what you do? <laughs> I write mine in white. That's why whenever I look at my notes, I have no idea what they say. Um, I would give that cocktail a four. So would I. That's a solid ooh, four and a half even. Yeah, I could drink more than three of them. Disaster. I'm not going to for the sake don't of the podcast. Though. Yeah, four. we don't drive after this. Well, if you want a four, let's do a 4.25. All right, we'll compromise. We're all about compromisation. Compromisation? Yeah, that's a thing. That's a word? How alcoholic is the movie? Drinks at the opening party? Basically, there's there's a lot of wine in this movie. Yeah, not a godfather level of wine. No. But like... There's lots of dinners out. They always have wine before the sex. And after the sex. In in her... In whose apartment? Her apartment or his apartment? She doesn't go to his apartment. There's a drinking cart. Um, oh, yes. She's making him dinner. She's drinking at dinner, drinking champagne, drinking. She's drinking in bed. Yes, I noticed that. Uh, it's a but it's not three like, and a half. Yeah, but it's not character-based drinking. Nobody gets drunk. No. But there's always drinks there. It's just a glass of wine with dinner, which depending on what day you watch A Current Affair mm. may or may not be good to your health, according to doctors. Well, you know what the best solution to that is. Just don't watch current affair. As uh, Jessica Lang says, it's good. It's not good for me. What did she say? In it's it's fun and it's not good for it's me. It's fun and it's not good for me. Yeah. What what more can you say? So we're doing a three. And I'm a doing half. a three and a half All right. for the drinking of this movie. That's a solid seven point seven five out of ten for the alcoholic alcoholic fatal attraction. All right, the representation. I wrote... Um, I'm not sure I saw any people of colour other nope. than the Japanese author that they made fun of yeah. twice during the movie. Yeah. Once at it the event, which great. was very insensitive because he was about three metres away from them. Yeah. And then later on when they had got very drunk at dinner. Yeah, with the friends. When he got promoted or was going to get promoted. So, mm. I don't know. I think it's a zero. I think... It's a zero. If we if we can't do lower than a zero, then it's a zero. Yep, zero. Yeah. There are no people of colour in it. Nope. She even wears white the even whole the, time. Even the bunny is, is white. white. Yep. The dog, not a black lab, golden yep. lab. Yep, yep. Who keeps a dog in an apartment, by the way? Oh. I no d- good. I d- not a big dog. Cue, no, like cue my neighbour's dog barking. <laughs> little dog. But like Yappy that dog? little dog. You know the huge apartment buildings next to Marvel Stadium in Docklands? Yes. Once before a footy game, oh, yeah. I saw like two people walking golden retrievers and yeah. Labradors. Yeah. I've had a Labrador. They need to run. People 
need dogs. So it doesn't, they don't, they, they don't think about the dog when they're buying a house. But they're also, about, I need a dog. When a Labrador's this big, it's yeah. the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. But then you It'd don't realise that they everywhere. they grow up to be 35 kilos. That poor dog. And have more energy on in, than anything on the planet. When Michael was off Stoop and Glen, he didn't even feed the didn't dog. Didn't feed the dog, didn't walk the dog. The, there would have been so much dog shit in their apartment. Well, because he didn't feed it, there might not have been. Mm-hmm. Then he just gave well, it, it leftover. It still would have shat. Gave it two-day-old bloody spaghetti bolognese. It still would have shat. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyway... Golden Retriever, not a chocolate or a black lab. Mm, so representation for the zero. R is a zero. In the next in the arches, C for did I cry? I My think... eyes moistened Ooh. when the rabbit died. Oh, really? Even though I saw it coming because the girl was sad. Okay. The girl was good. The daughter. She was good. She was good. Anne she... Archer was good. She nominated for this. Yeah. Best Supporting Actress mm. for being stooped around on by Michael Douglas. Yeah, for going cray-cray. Um, yeah, 0.25. You can do that? Because okay. they moistened at one point. Okay. Horny. Okay. Horny. Instantly horny for Glenn Close, even though she looks angry at them. And they joke... About a man who hurt his neck while stooping his wife. Screwing, because it's screwing. the 80s. And you have to say screw. Screwing his wife. Clearly horny. She's clearly horny from the start. And so is he. Then Jimmy will screw anything that oh, moves. The friend is a dick. And they're all, because it's the 80s, cheating on their wives. Attracting to each other at the party. That's obvious. You're alone for the night. It's The way they talked, it was just like... Flirty, but hinting, but I'm married, but I, I want to fuck you. I actually thought that scene was pretty good. Yeah. About how there was like talking around it. There was a bit of horny tension. They're so horny. They and you knew it was going to do it. Kissing scenes. Quite like ag- aggressive. Yeah. I, I wrote in my notes that it was very clearly extramarital sex. Mm. That sex scene, the first sex scene was very clearly extramarital sex. And then I thought... Why are they doing it in the kitchen? They've had dinner together and they've decided, yes, we're going to have, we're going to screw. So, yeah, why bother going home to make coffee? I don't know because I don't, I, I don't know. Just if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. You don't need to flirt around it or talk about it or lead up to it anymore because you've been to dinner, you've decided you're going to cheat on your wife. Just go and do it. It's all about the chase and the thrill of the chase. Well, she it's gets not much the chasing. She gets the chasing in. Yeah, on she's the bloody roller coaster <laughs> later on. <laughs> Horniness. I think it's a th- at least a three and a half. It might be a. Four. Actually, the whole movie's based on the it's fact that she the, wants to screw him. You see a lot of yarbos as well. Yeah, four, four, four. Because you see four, four yarbos. It's not a five. Because there's a release. <laughs> And she, oh, does she get pregnant? I don't think she does. The result of horniness. Um, I the hetero result of horniness. (laughs) Result of horniness. Rainbow popcorn podcast will probably watch movies with gay result of horniness. Yeah, no pregnancy. Um, um, 
Yeah, because they're, it's not built up horniness because they relieve the horniness. But then they're horny again. Yeah, like the next night or the next morning. Whereas like Wayne's World, they're horny, but they never have sex. So he's just constantly horny. Yeah, true. So I thought that's why we're doing four. a four, not a five. Yeah, okay. That's my scientific calculation of the thing. Was it her elevator? Her elevator, yeah. Why did he press lobby again then? Because he was finished with the sex. I don't know. And then he was just like, all right, I'm leaving. I don't know, but where she lives is shit, but it's a nice place. Yeah, because she lives basically in a meatworks by the looks of it. Mm. Yeah. Pig carcasses just being carried around out her front door. In the meat packing district. That's how she learned how to butcher a rabbit. Oh. She didn't even butcher it. She just chucks it in a pot. She just did it. She slit its wrist, though, surely. She, she didn't boil it wrist, alive. So. She cut its neck, not its wrist. It's a little bunny wrist. <laughs> With a fillet knife. Yep. Um, all right. So that's the uh, arch of Archie. Arch. Now we're on to I for insults. Are any insults from this movie used in the real world or are they good insults within the movie? I didn't pick up any. Well, I think saying someone needs a shrink, that's pretty much it. She goes cray cray. And he's like, you need a shrink, bitch. He didn't say bitch. But Did he say it in that way or is it more like, get some help? No. I thought he was quite crazy. nice the next, no, the first time. Yeah. When she slid her wrists, he was like, are you okay? Yeah. But then I think a little bit later, he's like, you're a nutso. When he... You need the Pinderschloss. When she finds where they live, that's next level. Yeah. And she rings the operator and she's like, no, I need this fucking number. Yeah, she goes cracks crazy. It. Well, I would also say that the term bunny boiler has become a phrase in, in like... The real life. Has it? Yeah. I've never been called a bunny boiler. Well, the people call people bunny boilers in other movies and stuff. Okay. It means you're a crazy woman. Maybe I'll start using it. Bunny boiler. That poor bunny. You I saw a drag name. I knew it would um, go. Mm. At one point in the movie, I was more worried about the rabbit than I was about Michael Douglas. Yeah, I wasn't really worried about him at all. No. I, Except until the end, I thought maybe he might die. Nah. Before she shot her. You'd never kill the man. That's true. It was 1987. Mm. Insults. I'm only going to give it a one for insults. Yeah, me too. Because there's not really any. Oh, well, then I'm giving it a 0.5. Because you've got two notes and I've got zero notes. Oh. Yep. All right. Uh, We wrote the same thing about enclosure, which is where they live. (laughs) Apartments. Enclosure is for how big their houses are. Because House we've decided, or... uh, we've decided that there's only three sizes in American films. Yep, trailer, apartment, or big double story house. Sometimes yeah. triple story. So they have an apartment. We've already talked about the fact that they have a dog in an apartment. Not cool. Yes. Then they buy the country house. Yeah, it's a big house. It is. It's uh, questionable that. He had to ask the realtor if he was allowed to see it. Yeah, Am I allowed weird. to go upstairs? Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, if you like. It's like, no, I'm about to spend probably a lot of money on this house. He gets the most excited. He's walking around the house like, yeah, it's all right. It's yeah, all right. Lovely, he goes lovely. up to the attic and he's like, this house is amazing. This is going to be my den. 
It's a fucking attic, mate. It's a big attic, though. That's mm. a three attic. I almost want to say a two and a half. They spend a lot it, of time in the apartment. Yeah. Glenn Close's apartment is probably smaller than Michael Douglas's. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have a dog or, or a child. Nor should she. Or a per- another person. Yeah, nor should she have a mm. dog, a child or another person. Two and a half then. Oh, yeah. and then I wrote a representation note in enclosure. <laughs> oh, a black man in the law library. <laughs> One just walks past the stacks. He didn't say anything. It doesn't count. So, uh, zero. At least they're sh- representing that black people can be lawyers in 1987. <laughs> so it's probably a paralegal. Gosh. Like Rachel Zane, the Duchess of Kent, or whatever she Sussex. is. Not titled anymore. Who's Kent then? She's going to get an Oscar. What for? The performance at the funeral. Oh. <laughs> for that hat. No, for the no for the, the the wiping of the single tear. Oh. oh. My my life is over because nobody likes me, except Harry. Maybe. Maybe. Um. So that's that's uh, Archie. Archie done. Cue of quotability. Is next. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to be ignored. I'm not going to be ignored. I forgot his name. Dan. Dan. Um, I just like the line, if you told me to fuck off, I'd have more respect for you. I can see myself using that. Yeah, and then he does tell her to fuck off. Yeah, and she doesn't get a hint. If you told me to fuck off, I'd have more respect for you is a good line for a dating profile. Yeah. Rather than just... Being ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Um, put that Okay. In the break. <laughs> in the break. <laughs> Brett's updating his online dating. Um, for me, it's then much it's quotable. a one and a half. Yeah. I'm not going to be ignored. I. It's an iconic line, I think. Yes. I'd never seen the movie, but when I got to that, I'm like, oh, I've heard Glenn Close say that before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it a one. Okay. Just for that line, that one line. Now, I have to say, for the D of De Niro, mm. I didn't notice either a Coke or Pepsi moment. Uh, no, I didn't see Coke or Pepsi or Adam's drink. Brad's drink? Brad's drink. Fuck. Or Adam's drink or Dan's drink. Or Dr. Pepper. Alex's drink. Cujo's drink. I don't know. What's the rabbit's name? Bunny. Bunny. I don't think it gets a name. Hoppy? I'm sure they said the rabbit. Maybe it's Hoppy. Hoppy the rabbit. So I think I might need to be a zero. Zero, unfortunately. Yeah. Endurance starts the um, oh, starts the E. It is the E of it De Niro. It is the e of De Niro. D starts the drink. Drink starts the D of De Niro. Uh, corded home phones, or oh, and home phones. Home phones to start with. Uh, that hasn't aged well. No. They they have to use a corkscrew. When's the last time you had to use a corkscrew to open your wine? True, they're all screw tops now. Mm. Remember, people were not happy when that started. Oh. Wine people. It's easier access. Like, oh, it has to be a cork. Like, okay, that means you've got to put a spoon in it when you put it back in your fridge. Yeah, but that means you could get little floaties in your... Yeah. Or the wine could become corked. Yeah. No screw tops becoming corked. Exactly. Uh, a lot of smoking. A lot of smoking in dinner as well, around food. 
And children. Mm, and rabbits and dogs. He has a cigar. Mm. There's a cassette tape in his car. That cassette tape is wild. She, yeah. She, yeah. That's the full gamut of her character in one... Hello, Dan. ED90. What were the letters? They always had letters before the how long the tape went for. Remember that? No. They did. Uh, so what? how would you hand that a recording over to someone these days? You do it on your messenger thing on your phone. Yeah, but he will have blocked her. That's the thing. You could block him. You can't yeah. send a voice message to someone that's been blocked. So how would you get that handed over? Mm. Um, you would create a fake profile and hack his Facebook. And friend request him or slide into his DMs on on um, Insta. Yep, yep. I'm not sure he'd have an Insta. I don't know if he would either. The the wife would. That's how you'd get her. Because she is a bit younger, isn't she? Well, she's, yeah, also got a lot of time in her hands. To go back and forth to the... Also, the thing that didn't house. age well, mm-hmm. it, it, just the fact that a random woman could pick the kid up from school. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's aging badly or just a shit school because they also don't know that she's left. Yeah, that's and none like, of them oh, actually say. Outside. None of them actually say, "Oh yes, your wife's sister picked her up," or whatever excuse yeah, Glenn whatever, Close yeah. will have used. Yeah, I think she just got taken from the school, and none of the staff know about it. Yeah, shit house, endurance. But the other side of that is because it's a simple, just people movie. Looks wise, mm. it's aged pretty well. Other than Glenn Close's perm. Yes. If it wasn't for Glenn Close's perm and the fact that... Uh, well, then the flip the flip side of the perm is that Michael Douglas has had the same hairstyle for 50 years. So if it wasn't That's for the true. fact that he looks old now, yeah. this could be Michael Douglas in any year. Yeah. Um, and it could be Glenn Close in any year other than the fact that she got a perm. It's a very iconic look. The perm yeah. with the she always wears white. Because she's innocent. And she's not pure, that's for sure. Well, she said to him, I don't sleep around mm. when he asks if it's if the baby is his. Well, she doesn't. That's true. She just gets obsessed with she's, one person. One, she's yeah. Until she murders she's committed. Them. That's for sure. She should be committed. Mm. Uh, Endurance-wise, then I'm going to give it a 3.75. Ooh, all righty. Because looks-wise and thrill-wise, we haven't lost anything. No, I'm also giving it a 3.5. Because some thrillers that have effects don't age well because the effects don't age well. Yeah, and the, and the story is a bit outdated. Like with the endurance, it relies on this, which doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Yes. The look of a 100-year-old horror movie we're going to watch in the Halloween month might not have endured as well. Mm, Yeah. That'll be interesting. I guess we'll find out in a few weeks. Maybe. it might. We'll see what comes up in the trivia. Ooh. I'm going to do it. I've been teasing it for about six weeks now. A year and a half. (laughs) Um, 
So that's the score for endurance. Yeah. Nostalgia. Oh, look, there's no nostalgia. It was before I was born and it's a very adult movie. Yep. Zero. Yeah. And the rememberability part of nostalgia, we've never seen it before. Never seen it before. I'm aware of it. But that's yes. not nostalgia. That's just that's it having uh, an iconic status. Impact, that is. Impact. Now, Impact, I wasn't sure, other than it is a very well-known movie. It is the highest grossing movie of 1987. It was. Mm. Mm. Still is. That's probably You could argue true. that it still is. <laughs> Unless. Unless they re-release something. Unless sometimes they count. Home rentals. Home rentals. Mm. As the gross. Um, I didn't know that, but Glenn Close, Michael Douglas, I feel in 1987 are big names. He had a big year because he did Wall Street in the same year as this. Yeah. It's a pretty big year for him, just those two movies. Alone. Same haircut, same suits. Yeah. Same office work Same guy. suits two years later or whatever when he did uh, Basic Instinct. Same hair. Yeah. Blonde woman. He, same movie. If you are an up-and-coming actor thinking that you need to do like a Christian Bale and change your look for every movie... Oh no! Just look like. Don't worry about it. Just do a. Just go. This is my hair, and I wear a suit. Cast me. Yeah. Because that's worked for Michael Douglas, and he's very good at all of his roles. Yeah. If you're a good enough actor, you don't need to change your look. Yeah. Unless you decide that you want an Oscar, and then you need to go fat suit or Nicole Kidman's big nose or whatever. He still needed. He still looked the same in Wall Street, and he won for that. That's true. And Glenn Close, she hasn't won one. I don't know what that has to do with how she looks. Should have put a nose on like Nicole. Mm, she's already got a nose. Bit of a nose oh. What did you think we talked about in the last episode about Glenn Close not being attractive enough to I, be sexual? I could see it a bit. I could, but then I looked up what Barbara, Her- Barbara Hershey, who you said was a interestingly choice. Yeah. She's attractive, mm. but I'm not sure. Obviously, she's a very good actor. I'm not sure she could have done the psycho as well as Glenn Close. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And I think because... I haven't seen Barbara Hershey in much other than Black Spawn, where she's a bit... Oh, well, she's not the crazy one, I guess. And, and I also was, think you know, 30 years later. because she is slightly... Non-conventionally hot. It Glenn makes Close. sense that I, she would have to if she like. No, I think that makes her flirting, even her normal flirting, mm. which Michael Douglas just takes as flirting because he's horny. Yep. For us, it's a little bit. Oh, she's a bit creepy. You can see a little mm. bit of manipulation. She is, from the start. She is very good at um, acting with her eyes. Yes. She's like yeah. crazy, crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. She's got crazy eyes going. Um, should we talk about impact? We can come back we to talk about impact. the acting wise uh, and some other things about the movie. But um, let's talk about impact. Brett has decided impact is purely based on... It has... There's references and parodies of it in pop culture. Yes. Right? There is a Family Guy episode that has a thing. 
of Fatal Attraction. There's a couple actually. I noticed because I laughed in Fatal Attraction because it reminded me of Family (laughs) Guy. There's a bit where Meg, there's an episode for some reason where Meg gets obsessed with Brian. And you know that bit where um, Glenn Close is sitting there flicking the light on and off for no reason listening to opera? Yes. That parody, that bit. Meg's sitting there flicking the light while listening to opera. Oh, okay. And then there's another episode where it's some sort of clip show. It must be like Peter and Lois's anniversary or something. I nearly said reunion. Anniversary. And so they're like, here's some love stories. And they do like Helen and Troy. Then they do Romeo and Juliet. Then they do Fatal Attraction. (laughs) It's quite funny. So that's a, that's a one already All for right, me. That's one point. It was nominated for six Oscars. Yeah, some big ones: picture, act, director, actress, supporting actress, screenplay based on material from another medium. I don't know about best picture. Well, wasn't okay. Well, and best film editing, mm. which I've been thrown out that whole category after we watched last night in Soho, and it wasn't nominated. Yeah, that I, whole category's in the bin now. It's a, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it anymore. I made a meme. My, I've lost my faith in humanity. <laughs> I made a meme. You made a meme. Can you describe meme. the meme that you I made? I can't. It's the sweating man. Yeah. And it says, the editor sitting in the booth with Edgar Wright for last night in Soho. <laughs> <laughs> It'll look much better on Instagram when you yes. see it on hashtag meme Monday. Um, it won the ASCAP Film and Television Music Awards for being... It won the whole, the whole well, show. No, it it won top box office film. Oh, so so that's not a quality grossing. award. No. It's just an award from ASCAP. Uh, it it's was good. It's quite. It won best editing BAFTA. Fatal Attraction did. Yeah. Oh. It got a. Okay, back to Impact, and it won a. It was nominated for a Grammy. I think it's still a very iconic. It's a very iconic movie. Yes. That has, like I said, been parodied and referenced a lot in a popular culture. Yep. Um, Bunny Boiler, Family Guy. A three. I'm thinking a three. For impact. Maybe even a three and a half. It solidified Michael Douglas as a leading man, I think. Yeah. It could have contributed to his Wall Street Oscar. I think it would have. Because Oscars can be cumulative. Um, They are. It's. Uh, I just read something else before. Three hundred and twenty million on a fourteen million dollar budget. This is what you can do when you make a good film with good actors, but no special effects. Also, is it only costs fourteen million? That's not that much money. No, three hundred and twenty is good though. Mm. There was no other big blockbusters. What got me? Speaking of, it was nominated for best screenplay. Mm. It was screenplay by. Based on his screenplay. Yeah, I didn't quite understand that. So I looked it up. It says, this is Wikipedia. Uh, Directed by Adrian Lin from a screenplay by James Dearden based on his 1980 short film, Diversion. Oh, okay. So he wrote a short film and made it. And then someone saw it. And so we made it a longer movie. Let's add an hour and a half to this. Okay. And add Glenn Close and Michael Douglas. And then we will profit $306 million. Pretty good. That's very good. Take that down to Wall Street. Maybe not in 1987, actually. 
Were we in a recession then? Maybe. I don't know. I was dead. Wasn't I mean, that not, what I was the, dead. wasn't that what the movie... <laughs> I wasn't born yet. Wasn't that what the movie Wall Street was about? I haven't seen it. Um, greed is good. That's all I know. It's number 28 on the um, AFI's 100 Years 100 Thrills list. It is pretty thrilling, I think. And Alex Forrest is the number seven villain in well, movies. she's fucking psycho. Like better than she's up. She's up there with fucking Darth Vader. I saw a meme during the week. Oh, and it wasn't a meme. Oh, here we go. Again. It was a fact. Oh, okay. A okay. Fact? No, right. this is a fact. A that, fact in meme form. Yeah, which means it a double fact because everything okay. on the internet is true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it comes in a meme form. Yeah. It says for the role of Superman, mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve put on fifty pounds of muscle. Yeah. With the help of David Prowse. Mm. who was the bodybuilder that was in the suit for Darth Vader. Oh. So Superman and Darth Vader were gym buddies. Oh, they work together. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice relationship. Um, and David Prowse is banned from all Disney Lucasfilm events because for a while at all the conventions, mm-hmm. he was going around saying that he was Darth Vader. Right. And like completely discounting James Earl Jones because he was pissed off because they filmed pretty much all of it and he did all the dialogue. Yep. But then after a few dailies, they listened back and they were like, this kind of higher pitched, strange accent is Mm. not really working. Okay. So they got James Earl Jones to record all the dialogue, which is iconic. Well, yeah, I think that was a good decision on their part. uh, But Lucasfilm asked him to not say he is Darth Vader, but to say he is in the Darth Vader suit. But he refused and kept just telling people that he was Darth Vader. I'd be doing that. I'm fucking Darth Vader. Um, And so now he's not invited to any official Lucasfilm or Disney events. Oh. Rewatchability of Fatal Attraction. Well, have you given your impact score? Three. Good. The rewatchability of Fatal Attraction. Um, I don't know. I two and a half. I think I could watch it again. I think I could. Do you know why I, I think I could watch it, it again? Because I can kind of know the end. But I think I'd enjoy it a little bit more if I watched it in the dark at night when I wasn't hungover. Because mm. I watched this yesterday morning. <laughs> because right, okay. I've had a busy week and I needed to fit it in. Uh, so I'm going to give it a two and a half for rewatchability. I'm going to give it a two. Just because it's 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 good, it's well made. But with the thing with you know thrillers and suspense movies, they're less rewatchable than movies. That's uh, true. Just a fun story. That's true. So I shall give it a two. And there's a few. Oh well, I'll save that for overall. Overall, Michael Douglas is not the smartest man. One, he's a shit liar. Mm. Terrible liar when his wife calls after he's been at another woman's house overnight. Yep. Also, if he had just waited, if he had tried oh, his umbrella oh, that, before he stepped out thing. into the rain, so he, this yeah. whole thing could have been avoided. He came. He was undercover. Yep. Ran out into the rain, then fucked and up then his umbrella, his and then umbrella. was just standing there. I'm like, go back undercover, mate. No, but also, open your umbrella while you're undercover. Before you stand out the in the point rain. Is, yeah. Don't leave your cake out in the rain, Michael Douglas. Take three steps out into the rain. Try your umbrella. It's fucked up. Stay out in the rain. Yeah. No, go back in undercover. There were a number of continuity errors 
Oh, really? In this movie. Yeah, go for it. So they went from the apartment after they stooped. Mm-hmm. They went from the apartment to some club, right? To the, do the salsa dancing. Yeah. But he didn't. She was in new clothes. It was like they went to his place. No, they went to her. They place. went to her place. So she got changed. Well, somebody had After the same the clothes, right? Mm-hmm. The daughter was five, and then the next scene, she's six. I think that was meant to be he doesn't know his daughter well enough. Mm. He's an absent father. Yeah. Could be an error also. When they were, she was lying on the bed with her yabos out. Yep. And then it was like, from if it was shot front on, yes. the yabos were out. Yep. But then from the side, yabos were covered. Could she have had time to move the sheet? No, because then it went back to the thing and the yabos were out again. Okay. So she's not like, I'm talking to you. Okay. She's not doing this. She's no, not she's not. Covering her yabos after they've stooped. Which always doesn't make sense to me. What also always doesn't make sense to me, and I know it's obviously for a rating thing. Yeah. After people have had the sex, mm-hmm. they have the L-shaped sheet that is down to the man's waist, but up to the woman's oh, neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, they've had the sex, mm-hmm. and then the man gets out of the bed. The sex, yeah. <laughs> then the man gets out of the bed with his jocks on. Yep. That's not how, I don't know. I don't know in the movies, but that's not how sex works. But sometimes <laughs> in the sex... Yeah. They'd have the sex and the woman leaves her top on. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yep. I don't know how sex with a woman works, <laughs> but I don't think, I think you'd take your top off. I think it would enhance the enjoyment of the experience. Yeah. If it all was out. <laughs> but in the movies, like I just said, men can have sex without taking their jocks off. So maybe you don't need to take your top off if you're a yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. That's not a continuity error. That's a Hollywood <laughs> global error. Yes. Maybe not global because German movies, it's all out. Um, you know, the, the, the climactic ending. Yes. And speaking of climaxes. <laughs> filling up the bath. Yep. The hottest bath in the world because yep. that's a lot of steam. That's like boiling water she's filling the bath with. Maybe they don't have a fan. Well, they... It also have very bad plumbing. If the the thing started to come through the ceiling that quickly, yeah, I'm going back to the. That's like the speed of that scene in Breaking Bad where he puts all the acid in the bath and then the thing comes down. But this is just water. It's just water. Yeah, I'd be getting my building inspector back out to the house I've just bought. Yeah, and they have. The- but also dumb Michael Douglas. Yeah. Oh, there's water coming through the ceiling. Oh no, I'll just keep worrying about the tea. I'll just keep. Listening to the world's loudest kettle. Yeah. But I can't hear my wife scream. But I will say one thing, good thing about the kettle, right? It is a good use of suspense. It is a good timer. I like timers in suspense or in any movies that aren't timers. Okay. Like he could have said, can you boil me an egg? I doubt she would have. (laughs) I'm going to have a bath. Would you like a boiled egg? Yeah. But then she put he puts the egg timer on. That's a timer. Yes. Okay. You know? Yeah. Or the tick 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 of a bomb, as opposed to can't go under fifty. They're not timers. Okay. Right. The bus that couldn't slow down. Yes. Okay. I like the kettle because you know that he's not going back up to the bathroom mm. until the kettle has boiled, and we know 
Except Americans don't really do kettles. No. They don't. Um, okay. They, we know he's not going back up into the bathroom until the tea's boiled, even if there's water leaking through the ceiling. And then the whistle is meant to cover the screams. Yeah. But I do like that that added suspense of a timer, and I like it better when it's not actually a tick-tick timer. Yes. Okay. That's good. Um, did you know, Lee? Yeah. Um, that they had an alternate ending? Uh, I did read a little bit about this on the um, Wikipedia, but I didn't click it. Originally, alternate ending um, was going to be that she killed herself. Oh, trigger warning. Yeah. So she was going to slash her throat. Oh, that's intense. And with the knife. In the country house? I would assume so. So She gets to the country house. Then the ending is that the twist, then everybody thinks that he killed her. Not that she killed herself. But Mm. then he goes away with the police. The wife finds this tape where she was like, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah, you're a cocksucker who probably doesn't even like girls. Yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah, considering how often he rooted her in a weekend. Yeah, but then they did test screenings and it was it didn't go down well. I wouldn't have thought so. Because she needs to get her comeuppance. It's much more satisfying that the wife shoots her. Yeah. After she comes back to life, essentially. Yeah. A bit death becomes oh, that her. Was good. It was good. Yeah. I liked it just one little bubble. Because I'm well, like that's the, the phrase as well. We wait till the last bubble. That's like a thing. Oh, okay. I I, <laughs> I was thinking, well, she's going to come back. Mm. But then we looked at her. We looked at her again, and she didn't come back. And then no more breathing, no more moving. And then there was one bubble, and I'm like, oh, well, this is it. But then there was another pause of nothing happening. Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, she's not coming back. And then she did come. And back. She did come back. She got shot. Bang. Very good shot. Crack, crack shot. Like bang, right in the middle of the chest. Yeah. Like. Where was the kid? That's the best shot of any movie we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Even better than Michael Corleone. Did he shoot anyone? Probably. Didn't he shoot the someone in Sicily that tried to I can't run off with his wife or blow his wife up? It was a while up. ago now. Um. Yeah, that's another but, going back to Michael Douglas, is a bit dumb, just ignoring the water coming down from the roof. He's a bit dumb. Because uh, he's too horny. You know what else is dumb? Cheating on your wife. Correct. That's and our Wednesday thinking, wisdom. And thinking you could get away with it. That's the Wednesday wisdom. He's not smart enough to get away with it. Be careful who you sleep with. Yeah. Wednesday wisdom. Um, Especially in this modern day and age. Yeah. That's another thing to put in your profile. Are you a bunny boiler? <laughs> Are you a bunny boiler? If you, I will have more respect if you just tell me. Tell to me fuck to fuck off. Um, Base your whole dating profile off fatal attraction. Oh, great stuff! No, <laughs> she's very good, Glenn Close. She's very good. She does crazy very well. Yeah. I was thinking when we were watching this. I, I couldn't think of that many Glenn Close movies I've seen. No. And I was like, this? She did some new one a couple of years ago that was pretty average. 101 Dalmatians. 
Oh, yeah, she plays Cruella DeVille. That's about it that I could think of. We're not going to do a top four for IMDb, having said that. No, but according to Google, Fatal Attraction, 101 Dalmatians, The Wife yep. in 2017, and Tehran, which is a TV series that started in 2020. Oh, okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, some overall general comments. It's shot very well as a thriller movie. Even at the start, there's a bit of suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, which could be because of well shot, or I thought maybe it's because I know she's going to go nuts. Well, I think because that's I just the know thing. the you, movie. You know, but you, I think you know that going in. I'm sure, the trailer would have been like, "Don't sleep with the crazy bitch." That's true. But you don't know who's a crazy bitch, unfortunately. It's called Fatal Attraction. You would assume somebody's going to die. Oh, I thought you just meant general advice, don't sleep with the crazy bitch. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that is You don't good. know. That's pretty good advice. It's part of the fun of online hookups, isn't it, to find out if they're a crazy bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, that Jeffrey Dahmer she shows out now. Apparently one of them, it's warned, it's too creepy, don't watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch it. That care. makes people want to watch it more. Um, what else did I write general notes-wise? Very good acting and the good, creepiest thing writing. she does is not react to the roller coaster. Oh yeah, when she's right. just sitting there stony faced or a little grin on stony, that roller coaster. Stony faced, not stone her face. Not stone yeah. her face. No, um, that's one of the craziest psychoist things that she does. He could have just got out of it. You know, sleep with her once, don't see her again. Done. Well, I think that's the. That's the Wednesday wisdom. Hit it and quit it, yeah. as they say yeah. now. There you go. That should be the tagline for the remake of Fatal yeah. Attraction. Fatal Attraction <laughs> should have should have hit, hit it and quit it. quit it. That's our advice to you, Michael Douglas. But Fatal Attraction Two. Remember Michael Douglas had the mouth issues, and everyone was like, "You've been cheating on Catherine Zeta Jones." Throat cancer. Yeah. No, he had something. He had throat cancer, didn't he? No, he had something. And he said it was because he has lots of oral sex. Yeah. Yeah. This was in 2013, right? Yeah. Headline. Headline. Michael Douglas. It's from The Guardian, so grain of salt. Michael Douglas. Oral sex caused my cancer. Actor reveals to The Guardian that HPV transmitted through oral sex was responsible for his throat cancer. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, what are you giving Fatal Attraction? <laughs> going to get off this topic. Um, I'm going to give it a three and a half. It's very intense. It's very intense. It's very well acted and well directed. And it's and well directed that it's very personal intensity. Like there's lots of close-ups of mm. both of them and then them together. Yeah. And, but this, we, this has come up a lot. The police are shit. Yeah. Unless you literally catch her in the act of destroying your car, we're not going to investigate yeah, this. I don't know. So what happens when the bunny's boiled? They're like, well, no, you know, we didn't see him do it. Well, so. you could have just been having, wanting to have rabbit stew for dinner. Yeah. You, you generally like skin the rabbits before putting it in the boiling water. Yeah. And you generally don't use your daughter's pet rabbit. Yeah, you'd buy one or you'd just buy rabbit meat from the butcher because they've clearly got money for rabbit meat. Um, yeah, it's, it's very personal, very intense. Glenn Close's acting is very good from flirtatious to completely nutso. Yeah. 
Like I've said about his haircut, Michael Douglas just plays a man in a suit. Uh-huh. Uh, but he does it very well. So overall, I think I'm going to give it a 3.75 overall. Oh, right. I was thinking about a four. I was going to almost type a four before you said what you said. That's all right, all right. Then I'll give it a four. If you assume based on my predict my discussions that it's a four, then it I'm not the right person four. to say that because sometimes I've been like, "Oh, this movie was hilarious." Blah blah blah. blah two, two, four, four for me, four for Lee. Well done, team behind Fatal Attraction. So overall, yes, the total score on the Archie Hugh De Niro scoring level That's rankings. What that button does. Yeah. Oh. Is a forty-four point two five. That's not bad. So that is about middle of our road. Middle of the pack. It's between uh, Gattaca and Tootsie. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Yeah. It's definitely better than Gattaca. And it's well, it's it's well, well above Hup Flubber. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, but it's not as good as Tootsie. It's not as good as Tootsie. Generally speaking, leading men from the eighties. Dustin Hoffman is ahead of Michael Douglas. Ooh, yeah. Also, yeah. just in general, acting ability. Yeah, leading men of all time. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman is ahead of Michael Douglas. Yeah. So that's fair. Nice. Um, we're going to go and get some reviews from the GOOGL, me, yep. and then we'll be back <laughs> to talk about them in just a moment. I need a second drink also. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. Two drinks in a one star review. One star review, which I could many? not could not find on the Google because the Google say. it has a four point seven or something overall. It's pretty bloody good. So I'm over to the IMDb reviews, uh, and there are four one star reviews, and that's mm. out of ten. We've also had a refill. Oh, yeah. Brett's made it a little bit less juice of an orange. Oh, a little bit more peach schnapps. Ah, it is lots of schnapps. I put in half as much orange juice because I could. I was trying to do it from memory. This film was a bit of sensation during its theatrical run. Okay. Why it was is about as confounding as the far-fetched plot. There are some fine performances, but to no avail. The whole thing is so stupid and unbelievable that it ends up being laughable. There is simply no reason for Michael Douglas's infidelity, making what follows stupid. There is reason. They explain it. They're attracted to each other. It's in the title. But also, there's a snippet... Where he, they were going to, he was like, oh, we should we blah. Then it's like, go walk the dog. Yeah. So he goes, walks the dog. He comes back and the kid was in the bed. Like, well, we can't fuck now. Yeah. So they did actually So I'm just going to fuck another woman all weekend. So did that person watch the movie? Fuck off. I don't know why I'm so personally offended. (laughs) And what follow, uh, this fatal attraction bit was done much better in Clint Eastwood's Play Misty for me years before. Do yourself a favor and see that film instead of this seemingly endless and ultimately goofy turkey. Oh, wow. I don't think it's seemingly endless. Like, it, it, was, like, it was two hours. It wasn't that long. No. I've got a fiver. Yep. I've come across so many movies with this concept, but for me, none was stylishly executed like F.A. Oh, there's an initial basis. Yeah. The acting, the cinematography, the soundtrack have stayed with me all these years. Similar movies that want to top this movie would have to work very hard. I'm watching it again since the first time it got released and it's even more beautiful and poignant than I remember. The 80s were a good time for movies. 
I don't know if poignant is the word they want. Poignant. Poignant is a very descriptive word. Poignant. But it means... Poignant. Evoking a keen sense of sadness or regret. He he is poignant about Stuppen. Or the archaic use, sharp or pungent in taste or smell. Ooh, that well, rabbit! That rabbit's chew that, <laughs> would have been quite yeah. poignant. I only have one more one-star review because the other one uh, is an essay, and the fourth one is just mean about Glenn Close. So I'm not going to read it. Oh, this says warning contains spoilers. Uh, it says disgusting, extremely overrated is the headline. Mm. Boiling a child's pet rabbit and shooting a pregnant woman in her belly is not entertainment for me, sorry. I hated the movie years ago as a teen. I hated it as an adult. Watch the comedy spoof Fatal Instinct instead. You'll be proud of yourself. P.S. The one star is for the little girl and her poor bunny. (laughs) I did like when the girl said shit as well. She swore, or the the mum or the dad swore, and then the girl was just like, shit, shit. Shit. That's what five or six-year-olds are like. Well, hope none of them are listening. Shit. An excellent performance by Glenn Close. A real classic, a must-see. A movie that touches on the taboo and raw emotion of an affair and the emotional roller coaster that often occurs after the affair has ended. The naivety of Alex Forrest during the affair and her desperation afterwards leads her into actions that are nothing short of psychotic. A great psychological thriller for those who love the extremes in human behaviour. Three people found this useful. I think that's a fairly accurate review. I'm not sure she's as naive as that uh, watcher thought. Hints for people, anybody out there that's listening slash watching, and you write a review, Yep. Just give me your thoughts, yeah. right? Yep. Don't go into happily married lawyer decides to have a one-night stand with an unstable, psychotic woman who becomes increasingly obsessed with him to the point of no return. You, I don't need a, you know, what the movie's about. I just want to hear your thoughts on it, America. Um, this person thinks that the director... Has okay. No, I'm going to read bits from this essay one now that I've skimmed it a little bit more. Okay, I've heard about this movie, watched half of it back in the 90s, and then for some unknown reason, I never finished watching it. Last night, I watched it again, and I'm shocked to see how the director has portrayed a helpless woman, Alex, in such a sinister way. If it was fiction, would have been just fine, but the story has roots in our society. What? It's just sick to see everyone on one side and one helpless pregnant woman who said the right thing. She's not pregnant. No. Alex was a slut, so Is why? Is she pregnant? No. I don't think no. she was pregnant. No. Was she actually pregnant? Did I miss that? Anyway, I wouldn't recommend to watch it for the reasons mentioned above. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. That's how we're going to finish oh. every episode now. I would or I wouldn't would recommend it. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I would recommend watching Fatal Attraction for the reasons mentioned, mentioned above. above. Cheers. Then we don't have to worry about you saying thank you, Lee, the same way every week. Thank you, Lee. All right, that's the Google and IMDb reviews for 
um, this movie, which is Fatal Attraction. Yes. We're doing another movie next week. We are. What are we doing? It is into the Halloween month. Oh, hint. So Fatal Attraction was a bit thrillery. Yeah, we're, we warming, we're warming up to full horror. This one is horror. Okay. Okay. Good. It was released. I think as I said last year or earlier in the year, when we watched Cabin in the Woods, perhaps. Yeah. Look that up later, listeners. Yep. Um, I don't watch a lot of horror, mainly because I don't find them scary. So what's the point? Well, but so, also, if you watch horror and thrillers the way you watched last night in Soho with me last night, I think you ruin it for yourself a little bit. Oh, by going, <laughs> oh, that's that guy. He the, did this in oh, the thing. This I'm is, out. This is going to happen. At one point, I, we won't spoil the movie because this is not a last night in Soho <laughs> episode and you might not have watched it. Well, okay, at okay. one point, don't say you should have watched it by now because we only no, watched it last no, night. No, no. <laughs> Brett goes at one point. Brett goes, "Oh well, that's this, and this is going to happen." And then he just stood up from the couch. I'm like, "Oh, you're going home, are you?" <laughs> An hour into the movie, I already picked the ending I thought would happen. Yeah. So that's as good as it's going to get. Yep. And now I'm going to bed. Yeah, uh, you're wrong though. All right, this movie that we're watching next week is a 40 year movie. Okay, so and it was what's released that? on the 4th of June, 1982. Right. Okay. On a ten point seven million dollar budget, it grossed one hundred and twenty one point seven million. That's not much either. So it's not Gandhi. No. I've already done. E. Gandhi's also not a thriller. I wouldn't say it was a <laughs> horror movie. <laughs> um, Four. Okay. Any guesses there? Nineteen eighty two horror movie. Yep. I have a thought, but continue. Okay. It was directed by Toby Hooper. No idea who that is. Written and produced by Steven Spielberg. Cl- no. Steven Spielberg offered Ooh. the script of E.T. to Toby Ho- Hooper, who oh. turned it down. So he gave him the script to Poltergeist and directed E.T. himself, oh, which right. is an excellent choice on Steven Spielberg's so part. So the movie's Poltergeist. Oh, did I say it? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, I forgot it was trivia. We don't give points anyway, so it doesn't matter. I win. Well done if you guessed it before I spoiled it. Um, it was written by Steven Spielberg. Uh, I didn't know it was written by Steven Spielberg. Apparently, the Spice Girls film clip for their song "Too Much" pays tribute to the movie Poltergeist. Oh, we're gonna have to watch that now. Um, and the movie's iconic line. There he was voted as the number 69 movie quote from the AFI. Yes. It stars Joe Beth Williams, Mr. Incredible, and Beatrice Strait. Oh, Beatrice, Mr. Incredible. Craig T. Nelson is the father. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And um, you want to know my cinema name? Ghost. Noisy Ghost. Noisy Ghost. Because Poltergeist is German. For Noisy Ghost. Oh, so the poltergeist nearly could send people to the Pinderschloss. No, noisy Ghost in the Pinderschloss. Pinderschloss. Okay, cool. Throw back to the Adams Family episode if you haven't watched, listened to every Two Drink Cinema episode and you don't get that reference. <laughs> we'll also share on, the, on our channels the YouTube video for the song Too Much by Lee Spice Girls. Yes. And Poltergeist. Poltergeist. All right. So let's do a six degrees from Fatal Attraction to Polter 
Poltergeist. I don't know much else that anybody in Poltergeist has done. Well, if you can, oh, director and producer. Right. Fatal Attraction stars Glenn Close, right? Yeah. Who was in The Big Chill with Jeff Goldblum, stars in Jurassic Park with Sam Neill, who stars in The Piano with Holly Hunter, who is in Incredibles yep, with Craig okay. T. Nelson, who's in Poltergeist. So you've gone Close, Goldblum, Neil, Hunter, Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. Jurassic Park took a billion dollars at Jurassic the box Park office. Jurassic Park was humongous and yeah. we will do it at some point in the future. It basically invented special effects. I think it was the first movie to ever take a billion dollars. Billion because dollar of inflation. Then the, the, the only one after that would have been bloody Titanic. Yeah, that was four years later. Do you want it? You don't want it adjusted by inflation, do you? No, the first movie to earn a million dollars at the box office. So there's been forty nine movies that have taken over a billion dollars. Right. Actually, they might. Oh no, yeah, Top Gun Maverick. You're right. Okay, and the first one to do it, nineteen ninety nine, was oh. Star Wars Episode One. Nineteen ninety three was Jurassic Park. Took one point zero three billion. I said. I googled first movie to gross one billion dollars, and it came up with Titanic. Now, well, Titanic grossed two billion dollars worldwide, and Jurassic Park worldwide was one point zero three. So that what you're reading is probably the American oh. gross. Oh, oh, okay, stupid. Okay. Yep. The fiftieth, unfortunately, Jurassic World Dominion is also going to take a billion dollars. Probably because it's currently at nine hundred ninety-seven, eight hundred million. Well, half of them will be fucking Avenger movies. There'd be eight Harry. There'd be, you know, five Harry Potters on there. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there is. There's one, two, three, four Star Wars, five Star Wars, one, two, three, four Avengers, three. Only four. There's shortly going to be. Four Jurassic Parks. There's four, two Toy Stories. Mm. Finding Dory took one over a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. And Zootopia. Zootopia? Yeah. Do a half decent kids movie and release uh-huh. it the day before school holidays. Yeah. Billion dollars. Done. Easy. All right. That's it for Fatal Attraction. Yes. Next, we are watching Poltergeist. Yeah. And also, yeah. I already know a bit of impact for that one. <laughs> yeah, I have a little memory of the impact of that one too. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, follow us I'm on out. the socials, follow Two Brothers Entertainment on the socials, and stay tuned for Rainbow Popcorn episodes coming out soon. I'm off to have my rabbit stew. I'm off to have another one of these cocktails because they're good. Yeah. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Two drinks in a bar. Cheers.
Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.